my name is Sam Russell, and you're listening to episode 54 of The Place of Sound. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. And for those of you who have been following along through the past few episodes of the show, welcome back. For those of you who happen to be listening for the first time, The Place of Sound is a show that explores the theme of space or the social geography using sound and listening. We do so through a variety of audio media formats, so you can expect to do a few different types of listening in a single show. Episodes consist of what we refer to as audio portraits, or oral history style interviews, that explore the topic of home. Soundscape compositions, which use everyday sounds to communicate the personal and social significance of a given place, And we typically end the episode with a short documentary-style piece that explores the place-based identity of the producer. The aim with these particular projects is to allow the producer to think about the places that made them who they are today. However, in this episode, all projects are soundscape compositions about the vibrant and diverse city of Ottawa all from the perspective of communication students at Carleton University. Ottawa is not just the capital of Canada. It's a city rich in history, culture, and unique neighborhoods. In this episode, we'll be introduced to the many facets of Ottawa, from places like Mooney's Bay Park to Hogsback River and the Glebe. As residents and contributors to the city, Carleton communication students have unique stories to tell. We'll be listening to a collection of projects from both students who came from various corners of the world to study at Carleton, and those who have grown up in Ottawa, exploring how they've seen the city evolve over the years and what they love most about calling Ottawa home. All right, on to the projects. To kick things off, we're going to listen to Michael Walker's soundscape composition titled Hogsback in Winter. In his piece, Michael showcases the sounds and feelings brought by Ottawa's famous Hogback Falls. He explores the variety of experiences he's had at this spot in the different seasons. Michael, take it away. Hogsback Park is one of the most beautiful places in Ottawa. It's a great place to hang out with friends or just unwind and relax your brain from the fast-paced grind of the city. I usually come here in the summer, but right now it's the winter. I wasn't expecting the falls to be as active as they usually are in the summer. I thought it would be a lot quieter. But the roaring sounds of the water crashing through the floodgates and into the falls is still just as loud as it is in the summer. Not too far away from the falls, they have a snack bar. My parents used to take me and my sister here as kids to buy overpriced ice cream and popsicles. All those trips here as a kid are some of my fondest memories of my childhood. Usually in the summer there are lots of people here. Some families with their kids, sometimes just cyclists who want a break, or just some people who want to sit here and just be alone with their thoughts. Right now in the winter, it's a bit eerie and lonely. There's nobody here, no voices, no people. Just the empty benches, the closed shop window, and the loud waterfalls in the background. 
There's a roof over the snack bar too. And since it's raining today, you can also hear the water rolling off the roof and hitting the snow on the ground, slowly melting away at the snow and creating puddles. It's that time of year when winter is finally starting to wrap up. There's still snow on the ground, but the weather is starting to go back into the pluses, and it's starting to rain more often than it snows. It's starting to feel a little more like spring, but not quite yet. There are a few trails around the falls that follow the river. They're usually gravel and covered by forest. The crackling and crunching of leaves, twigs, and gravel under your shoes is replaced by snow being patted down by your boots. My dad used to take me and my sister cycling here. We would put our bikes on a bike rack, put them on the car and drive here, then we would unload them and we'd ride downtown. We would use these same pathways. There were usually other cyclists here too, or solo joggers on the trail as well. I'm assuming people still use the trails in the winter since I see boot marks and the snow on the trail is still padded down compared to what it is beside the trees. But it's not nearly as populated as it is in the summer. I'm assuming it's just people who walk their dogs here. Augsburg is very different in the winter compared to what it is in the summer. The noises of people talking, walking, kids laughing, none of that's there. Even though the waterfalls are always the most dominant sound in the area, the sounds of everybody else make it feel like it's a place for people in the community to gather. In the winter, even though it's still pretty close to houses and even Carlton, it's a lot more isolated. It's really just the sounds of nature and the natural environment. I mean, just things like puddles dripping, a few birds chirping here and there, and the crunching of snow on your boots, but they all still have the waterfall in the background. So I think as different as it feels, it also still kind of feels the same, because no matter what all the other noise is around you, that waterfall in the background is just so powerful and such a signature of Hogsback that it still feels the same, but different at the same time. It's odd because I don't have any memories of coming here in the winter, but I still feel welcome here and it still feels familiar. I know it's the same place and it's just the changing of the seasons, but it's an odd feeling that's really hard to describe where it's just so similar, but different at the same time. Thank you, Michael. Next up, we're going to be listening to Julian Elmuli's soundscape composition titled A Taste of Spring in the Glebe. In his piece, Julian reflects on the past two years living in Ottawa and why many refer to the city as a small, big town. He takes us through a day in his life spent in the Glebe and the sounds he hears along the way. Julian, over to you. Hello, my name is Julian Almuli, and this is my introduction for my assignment, the Soundscape Composition, entitled A Taste of Spring in the Glebe. So, for this assignment, I, I was a little at a loss for what to do. I initially wanted to do a cafe that I used to work at, 
but instead I ended opted for the neighborhood as a whole because last Thursday, when it was so beautiful outside, I couldn't resist going for a walk, and I was struck by the sounds of running water everywhere, uh, which were completely foreign to the, the soundscape of the area for the last few months. And so, given the uh, wider wider range that would be possible with the entire neighborhood, which I have a great fondness for, I opted to uh, do that instead. The date is March 11th, 2021, and today is an important day. It is 13 degrees outside, the very first taste of spring, marking the end of what has felt like the longest winter of my life. Today is an important day because for the first time in months, I'm stepping outside for a walk around my neighborhood, the Glebe, without a winter coat and boots. As soon as I open the door, I'm buffeted by a warm, sweet-tasting breeze. After the bitter winds of winter, I really don't mind. I'm only a stone's throw from Bank Street, the beating heart of the Glebe. Packed with small family-owned restaurants, cafes, and boutiques, it's one of the most interesting and fun areas in all of Ottawa. There is character and personality to the neighborhood everywhere you look. Gorgeous murals can be found high and low, and no matter how many times I walk through the area, there always seems to be more to discover, such as the omnipresent mystery machine parked in the alley behind Little Victories, where you can get some of the best coffee in the city. Along Bank, the soft sounds of the wind are drowned out by traffic. The environment is dominated by the grinding and rumbling of cars as they drive along one of the city's busiest streets. I continue my walk until I reach the bridgehead on the corner of 2nd Avenue, where I used to work. I stop inside to grab a coffee and to say hello to my old co-workers and maybe some of the regulars. The defining feature of the Glebe to me is the sense of community that is so core to its identity. I've heard many people refer to Ottawa as a small, big town. Nowhere is that more true than in the Glebe. Despite only living here for two years, I feel more at home than in almost any other neighborhood I've ever lived in. The Glebe has a way of inviting you in and making you feel like one of its own. And after just eight months of working in the neighborhood, my roommates and I can hardly walk to the grocery store without stopping to chat with a former co-worker or regular patron. Coffee in hand, I exit the shop and decide to head west on 3rd into the residential area. As the sounds of traffic quiet, I'm struck by how wet it is. Snow melting off the roofs and running down driveways and into the gutters. The sounds of splashing are a sharp contrast to the crunching of snow from just a week before. I know my destination. Browns Inlet Park on Homewood. On the way there, I pass by one of the several schools in the neighborhood, and I'm glad to see a gaggle of mass school children screaming with glee as they play in the sun. I continue walking and pass by the shinny rink across the street. Maintained by the community, at this time of year is normally still filled with ice, but the early sunlight has reduced the rink into a slushy pond instead. I reach the park, half hoping to see it filled with people and their dogs like on a normal spring day but all of the melting snow has transformed it into a mired bog. The mud sucks at my feet. I regret thinking I could get away with wearing sneakers. No one in their right mind would let a dog off leash here, and despite my disappointment, I can hardly blame them. I circle the park and head back to Bank, the sounds of traffic re-emerging as I approach Lansdowne. I decide to head home, leaving muddy footprints as I walk on the drying pavement back to the house. By the time I get back, the sun has already started to set, reminding me that despite the weather, we are still in the midst of winter. The next project we're going to be listening to is by Riley Duns, titled Intimately Traversing a Space of Agony. In his piece, Riley takes us to the Rideau Canal right off the Carleton campus and how he found peace there during a difficult time in his life. 
giving us a unique perspective on the serene beauty of this iconic Ottawa landmark. Hey CKCU, it's Riley Dunst here again. I hope you're all doing well, and today I'm bringing you a soundscape composition titled Intimately Traversing, A Space of Agony. In this audio, you'll hear myself exploring Rideau River on the edge of the Carleton University campus, a space I sought comfort during the most difficult moment of my life. I've captured a wide variety of sounds, though with a particular focus for the different acoustic levels of intensity of water. Coupled with these sounds is a personal narration where I explain the importance of this place in the past and present for me. Without further ado, here it is. I hope you enjoy. When I first moved here to Ottawa in 2017, my sole purpose was to begin my journey of working towards a university degree. I didn't have much meaning here in Ottawa other than being here for school and living away from home for the first time. But the most meaningful moment in my life happened while I was here in Ottawa. And it was the night I found out you were gone. On that night, I walked down to the river on the edge of campus, seeking complete solitude. I've always been drawn to the sounds of water, whether they be from environmental spaces, from a raining showerhead, or even running through pipes. These sounds of water bring me a feeling of comfort in which I can't describe. They always have. That night, my mind was crashing with thoughts and feelings in which I can't remember. All that could be heard was the river. And sounds to remind myself that I'm not in the midst of a nightmare. My experience with this space has been quite limited. I was only there to numb the pain and the agonizing thought of never seeing you again. Now that I've returned almost three years later, it's time I intimately explore this place as it holds so much meaning to me. Is someone there? I shall enter on my own terms. I've entered a new realm of sonic perception. Calmness brings me an undescribable level of comfort. And hearing the water negotiated space around other objects soothes my soul.
that time of year where spring is near. The temperature is slowly rising, earthy crunch is revealed, and muddy puddles are plentiful. To truly connect oneself with this space's sounds that are dominated by the roar, sometimes you have to be willing to take risks to capture the intimate sounds that only exist in the presence of an active ear. And with a persistent eye, find the spaces where sound is perceived anomalous. As I've made my way upstream, I've reached the apex of the roar. And I feel like I am where I was three years ago. My thoughts were just a mere reflection of the river's continuous crash. But I'm at ease with this space now. And to make my presence known, I indulge into its calmness. The agony doesn't fade, but intimately traversing this space has brought me so much closer to you. Before we continue on with the projects, here's a quick public service announcement from So Far Ottawa a local music events company responsible for various small performances throughout the city. So Far Sounds is a global music community that connects artists and audiences through live music. We bring people together to create space where music matters in 400 cities around the world, including Ottawa. Here's how it works. Three unannounced artists. Each So Far show features different musical styles and the audience doesn't know who's performing until they're on stage. Once you do, you just might fall in love. Curators. About once a month, So Far Ottawa welcomes a guest curator to pick the acts. The curators range from local producers, artist collectives, and labels. One unexpected space. From museums and boutiques, to rooftops, and to your neighbor's living room or backyard. We keep the location secret until the day before the show. We love showcasing Ottawa's unique local businesses and spaces. A different way to see live music. Our community creates an inclusive space where music matters so that you can get lost in the performance. So Far Sounds is a great way to discover new music, new spaces, and make new friends. Here's what a show can sound like. This next song, I'm, I love writing and lyrics are very important to me. So this next song is a very, in my opinion, a very lyrical song. So I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm going to hopefully what I wrote makes sense. So <laughs> the song is called For Today. Want to perform, host, or check out a show? Go to SoFarSounds.com or follow SoFarOttawa on Instagram. That's S-O-F-A-R-Sounds.com. Thank you. <laughs> 
Now onto the last soundscape composition for this episode. This is Noor Hamdallah's project titled A Chaotic Escape. Noor transports us to the pier in the charming city of Gatineau, located just across the river from Ottawa. It's a place that Noor frequently seeks common whenever life's chaotic waves come crashing in. Noor, over to you. Hi everyone. My name is Noor Hamdallah, and I'm a fourth-year student majoring in Communications and Media Studies at Carleton University. For my digital media production class, I created a soundscape composition of a place that holds a lot of significance to me, simply in the way it makes me feel. This place for me is the Pier in Gatineau. In this composition, you will hear the sounds of this space that I spend hours getting lost in, and although chaotic at times, it brings me peace. This place has been a source that brings me back to myself and in a way, my safe place. This is what I like to call my chaotic escape. You have one new message. To listen, press one. Hi, Noor, I just wanted to know if you'll be coming to the meeting tomorrow morning. And I also want to let you know that we have two assignments due by end of day tomorrow and a final exam in two days. When life gets overwhelming, I look for an escape. Somewhere I can go to clear my head. Alone. Far from everyone and everything. Luckily, I found the perfect place for an escape. The escape begins on the journey there. Just me, my thoughts, and my favorite music. I've been coming to the pier in Gatineau for over a year now. It's my safe place. It's surrounded with water and it overlooks the Alexander Bridge. It rained last night, so it was really windy and wet, but I didn't care. I had to be here. place lets me be who I want to be and feel what I want to feel. It gives me a breath of fresh air, even if it's temporary. It brings me back to myself and allows me to see the world for what it really is. There's usually no one here at this time. It's as quiet as it can be. But to make sure I'm excluded from the world, 
I have to pass this chain to get closer to the water. Peace. The sound of the water is so soothing. It always has been. It reminds me of where I grew up. My house overlooked a river and since then I found myself finding familiarity in every river I see. This place is the perfect mix of calm and chaos, almost a reflection of my mental state. Calm and chaotic. Calm when it's just the water and chaotic when the cars pass by the bridge. intrusive thoughts and chaotic when all I can hear are my intrusive thoughts. Now it's time to inhale and exhale the toxins. Just like that, everything's going to be okay. Thank you so much, Michael, Julian, Riley, and Noor for sharing your projects with us. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Place of Sound. Ottawa is a place with a variety of cultures, neighborhoods, and stories. A city that continues to evolve, and we're grateful for the chance to share some of its hidden gems and personal narratives with you. Again, thanks to the students who shared their stories and insights, helping us paint a vivid picture of this incredible city. If you're interested in checking out more, have a look at theplaceofsound.ca, where you're not only able to hear more audio media, but in some cases, to see some of the original photos and the writing that students produce to go along with it. There's also a featured work section on the site's blog where you can access some notable individual projects and in the classes section, you can have a look at some of the work produced in each of the previous semesters. But in the meantime, keep your ear out for upcoming episodes of the show, which air on CKCU Radio every other Monday at 6.30 p.m. and are available wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, thank you for listening to The Place of Sound.